You're listening to the Laugh Button Podcast on the Riotcast Network, riotcast.com. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to the Laugh Button Podcast right here on the Riotcast Network. My name is Mark Says Hi, a.k.a. Mark Seaman, and I'm joined by editor-in-chief of the LaughButton.com, Matthew Kleinschmidt. Only my mother calls me Matthew Mark, and it's only when she's pissed at me. Oh, so well, I'm glad I left out the middle name then. Oh yeah, yeah. Brian comes out when like she sees red. Okay, so, <laughs> so you're in the red. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Matthew Brian <laughs> Kleinsmith. If I get the whole thing, holy shit, dude. Yeah, you're in trouble. I am in trouble. Well, all right. I, I revert back then to Matt Kleinschmidt, yes. editor in chief of thelaughbutton.com. Hello, everybody. Uh, I am the managing editor of thelaughbutton.com, and also the host here at the Laugh Button Podcast. And if you can tell, my voice. Is um, a little fried. You yeah, can say that. Yes. Uh, we're down here at South by Southwest uh, as part of the interactive and comedy portion mm-hmm. of the festival, doing coverage, interviews, grabbing content for the website, you know, breaking some news, telling mm-hmm. you about things that are happening down here. And uh, the festival, for us at least, has wrapped up. And, uh, you know, we have our big conflict of interest party that yeah. the syndicate throws yes. on. And I may I may have been singing along to Spoon. I may not have, but I'm pretty sure you could tell. <laughs> Many people were singing along to Spoon. There's nothing to be ashamed about with that. <laughs> yes, and uh, what was really cool about that conflict of interest party, and we'll start off with sort of the the end of what we did. Yeah, is all the comics that were a part of this this uh, said part of the festival all came. Yeah, and they're all big fans, and they wanted to be there. And mm-hmm. we had our huge setup there, and of course the Taco Bell folks were there. Yes, and uh, we fed at- the beat. Let's at, say that at the hype machine at the hype hotel hype hype machines hype hotel presented by feed the beat yes yes there it is yes. it's a mouthful it is a mouthful and a lot of people had their mouths full yes of Taco Bell mm-hmm. they, uh, they, which yeah. was very nice yes the hype machine was set up really really cool over there very cool feed the beat was there doing that and uh, there was a nice like mobile mobile Taco Bell setup I don't know how else to describe it other than utterly fascinating fantastic I can't believe they pulled it off in such a short period of time so give those folks tremendous props for making that happen. Yeah, picture picture like yeah, mobile Taco Bell. However you want to picture that. Yeah, and instead of uh, like cars have a drive through. There is a drive through there. It just obviously there wasn't one yeah. last night. We were all walking through. Yeah, pretty you know much. What I mean? yeah, yeah. And uh, it was great. But but all the comics came out in support, which was very nice. Yeah, pretty do. much every comic we hung out with at some point stopped by. I think, uh, the, you know, there might have been a few. But yeah, I, at one point, I think I walked probably like 15, 16 comics through the door. And, great. and they all come from different walks of life and they like different kinds of music. So it was fun to see who it celebrated was. what and yeah. trying to sell other comics on their type of music. It and was. It, it was. Uh, that was. That was a lot of fun. Joe DeRosa, hands down, biggest Spoon fan of the bunch. He was like, they're one of my favorite bands. I was like, awesome. So he was super psyched. And, you know, a couple so of, he probably lost his voice too then, I'm guessing. It's today. possible. It's possible. I haven't talked to him this morning, but it is possible. <laughs> All right, so let's let's get to it. We got here. We got to town um, Saturday, so it's been you know four or five days for mm-hmm. us down here, and uh, we hit the ground running. We you did. know, met up with a, a bunch of comics associated with the festival. Like I said, we'll have a bunch of content. We'll be going up on the website for everybody, thelaughbutton.com. Be sure to go there and get all your latest and breaking news in the world of comedy. And uh, let's talk shows. Mm-hmm. And we have a very special guest that will be joining us on the uh, latter half of yeah. this said podcast. We, we pre-taped a, a hang and interview with uh, Nate Bargazzi. Yes. Good who, who had a very festive arrival. We'll just leave it at that. Just, I don't want to. Yeah. Don't, don't, don't spoil ruin, it, Mark. Yeah, I don't want to ruin the story <laughs> for everyone, but you're going to enjoy that. Uh, Nate's a pleasure to hang with, so we'll throw to that in just a little bit. But we got to town. Uh, too many shows to talk about. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we'll start with some of our favorites. And this isn't us being biased. But this literally was one of the most talked about shows mm-hmm. here at the festival. I must have got email bomb, text bomb, Twitter yeah, bombed. Myself. People trying. Yeah. Mark, I heard, I heard you might be able to get me into the show. It's like, yeah. Yeah, yeah I got like I got like the, the five minute beforehand. Hey, can you get me plus seven on the list? I'm like, I don't know if I can get you on the list, let alone plus seven. Like, I'm sorry, but, you know, it's, uh, the room only holds so many people. So uh, was that was that your most added on? Like, I think I had a me plus five. I don't think I made it to seven, but uh, no, no, no. Did you get like I, a me plus eleven? I know, but I, I got a, I got a me plus six the next night. I think so. Yeah, that was probably the one. Um, yeah, for that show, it was, it was an incredible show. And uh, we should probably tell the people what that show <laughs> was. Yeah. Uh, the Laugh Button Live with Gotham Comedy Club mm-hmm. and Comedy Dynamics at Esther's Follies. Mm-hmm. 
an incredible lineup. Bill Burr, our headliner. Mm-hmm. And then we had Al Madrigal. Yep. We had Nate Bargatze. We had Sniper. Yes, we had Sashir <laughs> Zameda from mm-hmm. SNL. And uh, we Glenn had Wool. Glenn Wool. Oh, I love Glenn Wool, man. He's so great. Glenn Wool. <laughs> Paul, Ver- Paul Verzi hosted tonight. Paul Verzi hosted. And we had a nice little drop-in by Joe DeRosa. Yes, right? Joey Roses. He did, a, uh, he did a great Bill Burr impression. Which, uh, <laughs> which you go ahead first. You tell him about the impression. Okay, and so I'll tell you about the reaction. Oh, okay. To the impression okay, okay great. Yeah, because I was actually in the front of the house. He, uh, Joe, and Bill. Bill was backstage watching Joe. Bill goes, "Hey, let's go watch Twinkle Toes." You know, that's his, I guess his nickname for Joe. And uh, Joe says basically to Bill's face, "I'm going to do an impression of you." And Bill makes a joke like, "Does that mean you don't have a closer?" <laughs> and he says, "No, I have a closer. I'm just going to do an impression of you." And he goes out and basically he does almost like an improv, like, "Hey, someone tossed me out an idea. I'm going to do an impression of Bill Burns." Someone mentioned like um, airline. Oh, was it airline travel? No, uh, aviation. I think is what it was. Something like that. And then uh, next thing you know, like Joe DeRosa goes into a too good impression of Bill Burr that literally just brought the house down. Like it was spot on. It yeah. was spot on down to like the mic shaking. Yeah, the it mic. Was- sh- yeah, he took the stand <laughs> and he got real pissed and he shook it. Yeah, it was it was amazing. So backstage, I'll yeah, give you yeah, my yeah. perspective okay. uh, because I went back there to. Um, uh, I wanted to watch Nate from the side, yeah, because yeah. he's just fantastic. Mm-hmm. So uh, DeRosa comes by all the day. I'm sitting uh, in between. I'm sandwiched in between. Um, and this is one of those comedy moments where you're like, yeah. how did I get here? Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Because yeah, yeah. it's not like I'm a stand-up comic. Like, <laughs> so I'm sandwiched between Bill Burr and Al Madrigal mm-hmm. while we're um, you know, watching Nate and, and, and Joe DeRosa. And so DeRosa goes into the impression. Mm. Right away, they look at each other. Bill just kind of hangs his head, right? <laughs> just hangs his head. He's like, Ugh. and then Al, Al looks immediately at Bill and goes, "I got a better one. I got, <laughs> I got a better one." But then they watched him. Obviously, it was very funny. That's crushed great. it. But yeah, yeah. I, I asked Joe about that impression. He said he started. He, it started by when he was writing for the Pete Holmes show. He just do it for Pete Holmes, and he said it would make Pete Holmes laugh so hard that he just kept doing it for Pete Holmes. Just kept and doing it, it, and it eventually just made it into his act. That's awesome. So yeah. Yeah, obviously, there was a hang afterwards and before mm. the show. It was yeah. amazing and. And uh, I want to give a huge shout out and thank you to all those guys that were part of the show yeah. and all the people behind the scenes too. Yeah, Gotham that, Comedy Club, Gotham. Laugh Button uh, staffers that aren't you and I. Right. <laughs> uh, Comedy Dynamics, Esther's Follies, the Velveeta Room, all those people, and uh, and our street team. Oh let's, my gosh. Uh, let's thank those yeah. those folks. We we landed. I got here. I think a little bit before you. And yeah. the, the second I got out of the cab to to head into the hotel. I was my eyes were slammed with mm-hmm. posters for the show yeah, yeah, yeah. and uh, everything that we're doing down here, both mm-hmm. on the music side and comedy side. Mm-hmm. So huge, huge uh, thank yous to the street team. They work so hard every every day, each and every day. Yeah. It's, it's not like these posters. Two shifts, uh, shift in the morning, shift in the <sighs> afternoon. It's crazy. Yeah, those mm-hmm. posters don't put themselves up. So yeah. thank you, everybody. Um, all right, so other shows we saw. Uh, do you want to go first? I went to a Showtime taping. Uh, I was taping for Showtime. W. Kamau Bell hosted. Uh, I did. I missed. There was an eight o'clock and a ten o'clock at the North Door, and I, I missed the earlier show unfortunately because I had a different event. But uh, the late night show it was Mark Norman, Kamau Bell, Beth Stelling, uh, Nate Pargatze again. Matt Bronger closed the night. I'm definitely blanking on someone else who I definitely saw that. Uh, Liza. Liza Schlesinger. Thank Schlesinger. you. Yeah. Yeah. I can't forget how I forgot Liza. Um, but yeah, that was also. It was like a really kind of loose everyone kind of having a good time hanging at the bar kind of uh taping oh mark norman was also on as well uh track jacket and all track jacket and all different one didn't have the red stripes on the side oh. had a regular one mark's actually expanding the track jacket universe dude think, we got to get that guy uh well, I think he's sponsored sponsorship of some sort because we talked about that when yeah. he was on the podcast and yeah. he probably went and did that and didn't tell he's, us he's he gotta do a full that. wardrobe he has to do it like <laughs> if he doesn't do it i'll do it for him because yeah. he needs to happen um yeah, that was great. It was just like really kind of loose taping. It looked awesome. Uh, the color scheme was great. The lighting was great. I think uh, I think it's supposed to air like this summer, like July sometime. Mm-hmm. But it's like live from South by Southwest event. Uh, can't wait to see how it looks because it looks uh, like it's going to be. It looked fantastic from the taping. Cool. Yeah, yeah. And the pictures I saw yeah. looked great. So while you were doing that, I was at a different event uh, as well. Mm-hmm. But the event I want to talk about in particular is something I've been dying to see ever mm-hmm. since I discovered it via the interwebs. And yeah. I, I didn't even see clips or anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just kept seeing people from the left coast, meaning, you know, mm-hmm. L.A. area, posting about this, going like, oh, my God, the show last night was just off the hook, man. Mm-hmm. And it's this new show called Roast Battle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think it's been around since 2013, maybe. Yes, yeah, probably um, about a year late. and a half, two years, maybe, something like that. And it's starting to leak out into the nether sphere, and, and everyone on the other side of the country, you know, we're beginning to catch wind of it. Yeah. So And comedians rave about it. It's not yes. just... Fans, it's c- 
comedians can't stop talking about this event. And I saved the program here. Yeah. <laughs> okay, what do you got? I'm laminating this thing, man. This is my first roast battle. It's okay. kind of like saving concert tickets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. You know? This is my first roast battle. And uh, this, this roast battle, I saw the Monday, March 16th edition and it had uh jay jay larson jay larson versus mark normand yes so just to set it up for the audience if you aren't aware of the roast battle you should definitely check it out they have a facebook page mm -hmm. uh it's out at the comedy store in the the belly room i believe yes that sounds and right. it happens on tuesday nights at midnight so be on the lookout for that if you're <laughs> ever out on the left coast to check out some comedy this is a must see and uh the roast battle uh it's I don't know how to describe the atmosphere other than riot-like, chaotic, yeah, it's definitely spontaneous. Like, it's definitely loose. It's party some. Like, get yourself a few beers, have a good time, be prepared to laugh, and just be ready for anything. Yeah, and uh, and it's shenanigans in it a is. basket. In it's the highest level. You're right, the highest level. <laughs> and very offensive, too. So oh, it's completely offensive. In traditional roast fashion. Yeah, 100%. So basically, it's the premise of, of just a normal roast, mm -hmm. you know, where, he, let's say, Justin Bieber, for instance, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, which we could talk about in a little bit, but uh, except what we're doing here, or what they're doing here is they're pitting two comedians mm -hmm. up against each other and then they have a panel of judges that are also comics yep. and in this instance in this instance jeff ross showed up yes uh, and jeff ross i think is associated with it in general but this for south by he was the only this was the only one he did right mm -hmm. and it's hosted by brian moses and uh the I, I gotta say it The all negro wave Yes Right Well Moses doesn't call them that But Moses is allowed to call them Something yes, differently Yes That's what I'm calling yeah. it that, right? <laughs> That's also what they're listed In the program here uh, The all negro wave uh, Which aren't all negroes Yes <laughs> Oh, it feels weird to say. But it does. It really does. So they're like the peanut gallery. Yeah, peanut so, gallery. Yeah. So if one of the slams goes off particularly well mm. and or really bad, yeah. they run up on stage. Yeah, there's an act the, out, yeah, basically. Yeah. An act out. They interrupt the show. Like Think a la whammies from yeah, yeah, Pressure yeah. Luck. Pressure which, Luck, which yes. Is, which is what I wrote about you know, on the laughbutton.com. You could see my full review of the show and the experience. Um, so so that's going on. You have all the this. You have all these comics that are panel judges. They're roasting each other, roasting mm -hmm. the competition. They they vote each round. They all have microphones, so like jabs are being tossed. <laughs> yes, constantly. And it goes. It's basically best of three. Yeah. Whoever wins two rounds wins the roast battle. And uh, this particular one I saw saw Mark Norman against uh, Jay Larson. Mark ended up winning, mm -hmm. and I think he won uh, based off his improv skills because yeah. they they both had really great jokes. They both had some bad jokes, mm -hmm. but uh, I think Mark's improv skills in between jokes maybe yeah. won him the event. So. Yeah. Uh, anyway, it's an amazing thing. It was an amazing show. The energy level, it was just different. Yeah. I, I don't want to say it was necessarily better, you know, than a traditional stand-up show. Yeah. It's just a different type of show. Yeah, it's just a different way to absorb comedy and right. stand-up comedy and see a comedian. It's kind of like, you know, a live podcast is different than a stand-up show. Right. Roast Battle is almost like a third category as well. So it's But personally, I will say it was better. <laughs> you know, <laughs> than a live podcast? No one wants to see you and I sitting on stage talking. Right. No, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, it, it's yeah, yeah. just a different way, like you said, to absorb comedy. But what's neat about it is it, it seems like uh, it's almost like uh, an insight into the comedy game between the comedians yeah, yeah, yeah busting each other's balls and being aware of what they're all doing but at the end they hug it out it's great yeah. um and whenever yeah. you see more than like t two comedians in a group as at like a festival you would like it's just they circle up and just yeah. start busting each other's chops anyway this is just kind of the live version of that and you could buy a ticket to see yeah yeah so roast battle check it out definitely um any other shows we should bring up i mean we had some great uh, comedy central shows oh my gosh you know, ari uh, shafir and ari, J big j okerson there was like a double headliner last night of uh big j okerson's what's your effing deal which is his crowd work show that he premiered at least two three years at this point ago and just for uh jfl montreal i'm pretty sure he did he premiered it at you know people get up and just kind of do no material and they just kind of riff on the crowd and um this format he usually jay has a guy in the audience to kind of like pick out people from the crowd to help talk to the comedian on stage so it's not just him picking on the front row uh no one's safe in this case ari shafir was in the in the crowd and um Jay, who is like a master at crowd work, I, I can't think of a better person who's be, uh, at crowd work right now. Um, he just kind of goes up there and says, hey, what's your fucking deal? Where are you from? What's going on? And that's kind of how it starts. And this lineup, he had Nate on there. Uh, like I said, Ari. Hannibal Burris dropped by. That's right. Hannibal showed up. Yep. Sinbad kicked it off. <laughs> 
One of the boy. Did you get did you get your photo with him? No, I did not get my photo with him. Did you get his autograph? I love Sinbad, but I got my photo with him. Can you can you sign my VHS copy of Necessary Revenues? Afros and Bell Bottoms is my favorite special Sinbad. Um uh, the best part, the best, best behind the scenes moment of the of this is not uh, what you're effing deal is the lineups listed on the wall. Hannibal Burris walks in just because he's being Hannibal Burris hanging out. Sinbad's listed as first because Sinbad had to jump to another show across town. So Sinbad went on first before anyone. Liza, uh, Lisa Traeger was after Sinbad. Hannibal Burris walks in and is like, I just missed Sinbad. Damn. And he's like, oh, like, you know, Hannibal Burris like. Yeah, yeah. And he looks over and is like, wait, you put them all first? <laughs> like the most maniacal Hannibal Burris belly laugh, like head back, mouth wide open. Like thought it was literally the funnest, funniest thing he's ever seen is that Sinbad is like, yeah, you got to go crush the killer. All right. You got to go after the killer. Who yeah, crushed. good luck. Yeah, good luck with that. And then, you know, and then, but everyone else afterward did like fantastic. And Joe DeRosa was on that bill as well. As well as uh, Todd Glass. Todd Glass is just Todd Glass. I don't know how to describe him. Todd's he's, Todd's uh, <laughs> he's Phil Donahue. If <laughs> he's got will. a good Phil Donahue. Yeah, impression. we. Yeah, well, I don't want to talk. I mean, I do want to talk about it actually, but just for a second. Yeah, it, when, when we were hanging out with Todd, yeah. you know, backstage at one of the shows, um, I, I brought that up to him. I was like, "Hey, last time we hung out, you you weren't Todd Glass. You were you were just in character as Phil Donahue the <laughs> whole time." <laughs> And then he just snapped right into character and proceeded to do Phil Donnie for the next 15 minutes. Yeah, he and, did. A lot of it. <laughs> and, and Bronger was there, too, absorbing it. <laughs> yes, he was. Which was which was kind of funny. Yes, he was. But, uh, all right, yeah, other shows, man. I mean, I, I hit the Undateable show. So the cast mm -hmm. of Undateable, they uh, they started their tour yes. in support of the show, which is back. Mm -hmm. I think it premieres after The Voice. And... Um, uh, if it didn't already, because I guess they, they would have already heard this. I feel like maybe it happened last night. Yeah, yeah. I think it's last night. Sure. Scrambled egg brains, man. Scrambled <laughs> yeah. egg brains. I'm fried at this point. Yeah, but uh, they they were amazing, man, because yeah. they're all great stand-ups in their own right. Completely. And they just happened to be a cast of the show that, that was created by Bill Lawrence, who gave us Scrubs and Spin City and Cougar Town and Clone Hive. People were a fan Clone of that. Uh, that animated show, which I, I liked uh, a lot. And uh, and then he brought a couple of the other cast members who aren't stand-ups just to like bring out the comics. So it was kind of fun. Yeah. And they had they had a group feeling and sort of atmosphere that was unlike any traditional stand-up show I saw either. Like Chris D'Elia just walked out and would inter interrupt Brent set. <laughs> Those guys are like best friends. Yeah, though, like, like, yeah. like mid-show, he would just yeah. come out and, and Brent would like hand him the microphone and Chris would be like, what are you doing? You just handed me the microphone and then steal 10 minutes of his time. And then you go to give the microphone back and pull it back. It was very funny. That's that great. was an enjoyable show. Uh, we saw a bunch of panels uh, as well. Panels. There was a great panel about UCB Improv that had Nick Kroll on it and Shannon O'Neill from uh, from UCB. UCB was down here in full force. Sure. Had a bunch of different events over the course of four nights. Did a great partnership with Above Average that had Judd Apatow and Amy Schumer and Jay Farrow, Vanessa Bayer. Like It was just like murderer's row. Like You named the comedian. They were here. It was great. Mm -hmm. And uh, and I guess what we can do now, the only thing left to do now is is throw to Nate Bargatze. He was kind enough to uh, show up at the festival. Yeah. Let's just say that. <laughs> um, and I speak for the whole festival. <laughs> Nate <laughs> he, is my favorite person. <laughs> he is. He's amazing. And uh, oh, by the way, when he taped this podcast with us, he was wearing a Vanderbilt shirt. He was. And then later that night at our show, he had a different Vanderbilt shirt on. Did he have a third at the Conflict of Interest party? I don't remember. But damn, I actually had a conversation with him of all places in the bathroom. I said, when we're, we're washing our hands. I'm like, how many Vanderbilt shirts do you have? He's like, a lot, man. <laughs> so Bill Burr busts his balls back, backstage while he's he's yeah. performing. And uh, he looks over at me. Bill looks over at me and goes, look at this Vanderbilt shirt. You know, look at this Vanderbilt. I go, I know this just I want to let you know, Bill, this is his second or third one today. <laughs> he goes, yes, yeah, this guy work at the bookstore. Does he work at the bookstore? Oh. You need to work on your burn impression. Yeah, well, I don't have a burn impression, but uh, I wanted to just make it different from my voice yeah, of course. so people could. Anyway, uh, Matt, it was a great hangman. Yeah, great working was, with it you. It was fantastic. It was a lot of fun crushing it with you. Again, thelaughbutton.com. Uh, you're going to want to go to the website. We'll have uh, more stories, more information. <laughs> More uh, stuff we were able to uncover here from the back, uh, I guess, sort of behind the curtain of the world sure. of comedy, because that stuff sort of festers here at the festival, yeah, 100%. and then it comes to light, like Roast Battle, for instance. Yeah. I could see that being on TV like next week. Someone yeah. probably saw it here and was it like, needs to be on we're going to put that on TV. Someone and needs to put happen. that on TV, but someone needs to put it on TV late night or like a 
cable channel that HBO that can say fuck a lot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and some and other things and I other like say. and yeah. things worse than that. <laughs> right, right. So uh, we're gonna throw it now to Nate Bargatze uh, here on the Laugh Button Podcast, which is part of the Ridecast Network. Nate Bargatze, yes, how you doing, yeah. sir? Uh, I'm doing good. It's good yep. to see you. Good to see you, buddy. Festive travels for you to get in here, huh? You care to talk about it or? <laughs> yeah, it was. Uh, you know, it's a big. It's a big problem. I was totally like, I don't think it's a lot of drinking. I don't think I have a. Like I'm close to with a drinking problem where like I don't think I got to go to an AA meeting, but it's not going to hurt for me to know where they're at. Like I should, you know, like someone should be like, you just here's a map of them, just when you're ready. Yeah, this is this is our local AA chapter. Yeah, uh, we'll yeah. just check you in. Like, there's a guy holding a sign. It says yeah. Nate Bargatze. Like, hey, what's up, man? He's like, we've been waiting. Your name's uh, on a flag that's sticking out of an empty bottle, yeah. right? <laughs> we saved the seat for you. Yeah, <laughs> it's got your name ready. on it. So you got a little sauce before you had to do some traveling. Oh, Ultimately, man. is what happened, and and uh, what made it? What made it here? Did the luggage you, make the whole it? Thing? The <laughs> luggage made it. Here's the, I'll, tell you, I'll tell you the whole thing. Uh, I went to uh, the Justin Bieber roast. Right. So I was like going to go, and I knew I had a, I had a 7 a.m. flight. Yeah. And so, uh, you know, you're just like, all right. And I had to tape something for showtime. Like, mm-hmm. so you're like, all right, be normal. <laughs> go to this roast and just be normal, <laughs> right. you know? And uh, But then, you know, they just have booze on the table. Like... This is comedy is just so much booze. Yeah, and it's free, and it's just like it's all you're just getting handed it to you know. So you go, I don't know. Long, I get wrecked, <laughs> real big problem. Did you realize when you were wrecked, or was it a smooth oh, transition? No. It, it wasn't. wasn't a, it was there was ne- but there you know it's I just remember you know it's, when I got back to my hotel room, I took an Uber. I don't have my phone now. I left my phone, and I rented a tuxedo. Left my tuxedo jacket. <laughs> In the Uber, and I'm, my wife got a hold of that guy. She's not thrilled. And uh, is he holding it for ransom? I don't know. Like, I don't know. You have to come up with ten thousand dollars. I don't know. Where yeah. Get this well, money. I was thinking if my wife ever thought like, look, one, you, one day you're gonna marry a man, then have to negotiate to get his tuxedo jacket back <laughs> that he rented. She would have been out. Like, yeah, she might be like, well, that seems a bit. Uh, so yeah, I woke up uh, the next morning. I was like completely dressed. I at least did that. I was like, oh, oh wow. I'm oh, okay. a good packer. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> even in moments like that, I'm a good, uh, you know, everything was ready but me physically. And <laughs> I woke up in the bed 8.30 in the morning. So flights, you know, I mean, they're almost to Austin, the flight <laughs> is. And I was like, all right, that's over. You know, and then like, I was, you know, you're just, you feel so bad. You're at a point, you're like, I just don't even care. Like, yeah. if I don't make it, like, what, you know. What's I'll the worst comedy. that can happen? <laughs> like, I'll just... If they were that mad, you're like, I'll just quit comedy. I don't, that's how you. That's how I felt. And <laughs> I get great. so I get to the airport. Uh, no flights. Apparently, it's a big deal coming here right now. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, everybody wants to uh, fly be in here. Austin. <laughs> so I had to. Uh, it's hysterical. So I'm like on. So I'm looking uh, on my computer. I don't have my phone, but I just got my computer. And like, so I'm looking at like trying to find a flight. And I uh, had to buy one for $1,200. Oh, ouch. $1,200. And it's not even first class. It was <laughs> the most, that's, it's nothing. I got nothing extra. So it's $1,200, you would think, at least, well, your like, first class. Or preferred like, seating or something. something. Yeah, right, right. Nothing. <laughs> she goes, when you first, I had to buy it over the counter. I'm living like I'm, it's the 1960s. I don't have a phone. I'm buying airline tickets over the counter. I have to ask people like what time it is because I don't have anything. <laughs> and uh, I, uh, I, so I bought it off the counter. They charge us a thirty-five dollar fee for that because they're they're just like this is just for you being the worst person. <laughs> Like no one does this anymore. That was the ch- that, so. That's the change fee. That's the change fee. Yeah, <laughs> top of the ticket. And, and then, no one was gonna buy. No one no, was gonna no buy. Gonna anyway. buy. Anyway. No one. No. 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 no, no. <laughs> they do this for every once in a while if they get a guy like me. That's just his, <laughs> he's become the big problem. It's the Nate Barkatsi like, yeah. rule. <laughs> yes. The they, have head, they have your exactly. headshot. I'm the only ticket. <laughs> yeah, right. The guy when they sold it, he's like, "Are you kidding me? We sold that ticket." <laughs> Uh, Picture of you shows up on the ticket, <laughs> and then she charges me my uh, to check my bag. I got she's like twenty five dollars for that. I go so nowhere in this twelve hundred dollars covers a bag. Twelve hundred dollar flight. I'm buying. I'm paying more than ninety percent of the people combined probably paid for their airline ticket. You bought everybody's seat. I bought everybody's seat. I think. Seat. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, stewardess so. gets back on the plane. Uh, by the way, we're uh, refunding everybody's ticket, <laughs> courtesy of this gentleman this right guy, here. This guy apparently bought it. Said to show up late. So yeah, so that's uh you know 
That's that. All right, so no and phone. Here. Do, how naked no do you phone. feel, by the way, without the phone? It's pretty brutal. It's weird, I'm like right? on the lobby computer like a homeless person, <laughs> like having to log in to just, it's just me and a bunch of losers. <laughs> like, no one uses those computers anymore. How much do they charge a minute? Oh, like I don't know. It's yeah. 2500 20, a day? Yeah. Like, <laughs> I got a month to go to the library later and use the computer. Like, uh, <laughs> I've got to just go into hotels and, like, check in, like, an email just to, so I can try to find people. <laughs> Fifty dollar registration fee. Yeah. For the <laughs> just to get. What are you the supposed library? to do if you lose your phone? Can you get uh, like? Well, do, do you have phone like phone insurance or anything? With I don't know. That's gonna know. be a no, Matt. I'm gonna go with, <laughs> yeah. uh, with the way something tells me. <laughs> yeah. That's where tells it's me. going. He didn't that's sign no. up for that. Yeah. 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 Um. Yeah. It's what are they? Then, that's then how guess, they get. That's how they get you. I need <laughs> it. Yeah. That's how they got you. Yeah. Well, I guess you would just go to like your carrier and just buy a new phone if you're never gonna get it back. Yeah. But if they hunted Hopefully down the Uber dude, driver, we did. We did locate it. We did locate it. And the oh, guy the has phone. It. Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. So hopefully sh- he did something. Hopefully he went back to the hotel and dropped it off. Okay. Oh. Usually they they get the SIM card out of there real quick and they're it's already well, sold. Now they have three like, times yeah, over. Yeah. Well, there's that find my iPhone thing. Is that something? I had more? that. That's okay. what. I, yeah. I made a loud noise with it. <laughs> you can do you can do it where you, your phone will make a noise. Really? Yeah. You know your phone needs like a uh, find my Nate find my owner yes. app, find, right? Yeah. And it's just like Together. I'm away from you know if, if it's separated from you more than five hundred. If you get feet, out of the range of yeah. like Bluetooth connection, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. Wristband you're wearing. Alarm like, goes yeah, off. Alarm goes off. I'm like, oh, that would be a good. Yeah. <laughs> just so you don't ever forget it. Yeah. The, the the call, it, call it the drunk comedian band or something yeah. like that, and you wear like a wristband, yeah. kind of like a Fitbit or something. <laughs> so so you made it here. You're here <clears> south <throat> by southwest. Here, yeah. I feel like you're no stranger to Austin. No. You've been here before a whole yeah, bunch. It's the third time. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, your experience. I mean, this time you're a little slack about you're like, I'll make it. But the first yeah. time, were you? What, what were the feelings first time coming to Austin? Because uh, I mean, it is kind it, of a big deal. You it's know? A, no, it is. It's a big deal. It's like one of those like you know. It's, I mean, it's a, it's a huge festival. So it's like to get to do it is like, it's funny. Once you do it a few times, you're like, yeah, I'm just, yeah, I'm going down. Yeah. You know, and even if you, you know, but the, the first time is like, yeah, that's the first, it's all that stuff. It's like a big thing. It's just a good mark on your resume that says like, I've done this. Comedian milestones. Like yeah. Yeah. Bed, I've done South JFL, I've done Bonnery, like all the, yeah, okay. you know, Montreal. Yeah. So you at least knocking everything off. Right. Like, I've done all this stuff. You know? And what does that get you in the end? Nothing. <laughs> it gets lost you back. Lost phone and yeah. a lost, lost friend yeah. tuxedo jacket. Yeah. That's what it gets you. Yeah, it, it puts you out twelve hundred bucks. Yeah, a twelve hundred hour flight to Austin. What's funny is that nothing gets you anything. <laughs> when all of this is said and done, I get. I think it's all just adds to get. It all just is like a big chunk that it's adds a, together. It's a build to critical mass of some sort. Yeah, yeah. Okay. It's I mean, it's just it's more for even just respect among like the or the industry or like right. that or other comedians. Like it's like that more than it's, it's not like, like you're trusted to perform at South by. Yeah, yeah. So they're like, you're right. gonna do a good job. Eve, yeah, I mean, well, you have that. I, I put mean, them through the rope this time. They <laughs> yeah, were, I, mean, I, don't, I don't know if they're thrilled. <laughs> yeah, did you when when you did make connection with someone at said yeah. festival? Did, was it a smile? Was it a frown? What was when the I got to that, yeah, when, when, when I got here taping last night. Last night. Yeah, well, you, you my manager was, was like yes. talking to him, and then I don't know if she told him. You know the whole. I mean, I guess she might have told him the truth. I, I ended up know. telling everybody anyway. So it's a good story. Yeah, and but she. Yeah, they were like cool. Like they were, I think they were like super. That was the most laid back taping I've ever been to in my life. It was the, the it, show. And I was taping. there. It was fantastic. It was yeah. a great taping. Everyone yeah. was great. Everybody was great. Everybody was great. The set, my set went great. So there was no like, no one can be like, I, I was room, a problem. Yeah, everything. I was, you know, came off very professional. So they moved me to the late show. I mean, that that was a taping that like you could like walk around during the back mm-hmm. of like usually tape. They don't you know when it's like we're going. No yeah, they one they glue moved. you to the seat. No yeah. one's allowed to go to the back. Everybody was yeah. like walking around like so relaxed. Like I bet it comes off great. It looked cool. awesome. Yeah. I was looking at it from the monitors in the back where they were directing it, and it looked fantastic. It looked, and, yeah. in the high defs. And they have any other, uh, any more information on it? Like when it's going to air? Showtime in the f- summer. Yeah. I heard July or August. Something like that. Okay. Showtime is what they're shooting for. Kamal Bell hosted, and then it was. Nate and Beth Stelling, Mark Normand, mm-hmm. Eliza Schlesinger. Yeah. Um, it's a great lineup. Matt Bronger. Yeah. yeah Matt you Bronger do 20 minutes, 15 minutes? 12. 12. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. So, but they were, I mean, I think I might have went over. Like, but everybody was like, they were just so cool. Chill, like, yeah, yeah. And, like, I'm pretty sure, cool. I'm pretty sure everyone went over. Eliza did. Yeah. Eliza went long, but yeah. I'm sure they'll edit it. No, yeah. I think everybody did probably 15. Yeah. You're going to at least hit 15. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I think everyone did about 15. So, what else are you doing while you're down here, man? Uh, this the Laugh Button podcast <laughs> and uh, and our show this, tonight. I'm doing your show tonight. That's yeah. the exciting one. Bill Burr, Al Magical. Yep, yourself. So, Sashir. Yeah. Sashir's a Ball Verzi. Yep. Glenn Wool, Ball Verzi. 
it's it's the show everyone's talking about. I'm really psyched about yeah. that. Yeah. Have you seen a poster for it yet, by chance? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's funny. I saw it last night. I and I, but I, I didn't because I got in. I didn't get in till late. And then, uh, so then last night we were walking late, and I saw I saw one. So it's a, but someone said that. Someone said, "Oh, yeah. your name's everywhere." Here. Everywhere. Yeah. yeah. It's crazy. So that's we put cool. our we put our team to work. Yeah, that's yeah, great. Yeah, we got about seventy some people downtown. Well, it's got to be. Is it completely me. sold? It's been sold out for. Well, it's not sold out because they're, it's not tickets. It's badges and wristbands. Oh, uh, yeah. So, but I can't imagine the place not being packed to the gills. I can't imagine it's going to be. I mean, there's no way, dude. It's yeah. it's a baller lineup. It's yeah. it's the show everyone's talking about. It couldn't be. Uh, be more proud of like what's going on with the show yeah yeah it's yeah, good yeah, yeah. excited to be a part of it mm-hmm. so nate what else is going on for you man after south by where are you headed uh man i go well, you uh, taped your special that air i take my special yeah. that aired may that way or may 1st oh, oh nice that's awesome so uh yeah so that that will be you know i think i'm gonna go make the roundabout of promoting all that so i'll you know we were at that taping as well and the, what I, what struck me most about that taping was how many other comedians showed up for that. Like, your New York City friends just couldn't have been like happier and more excited for you. It just, there was, it was yeah, no, that was very like touching and like yeah. very nice, and it was real cool. Like yeah. that every like you know they got like no, without even asking me for tickets. Like I got like so, I had a lot of comics come mm-hmm. that I you know that were hanging out with me, but there's so many comics that just got tickets on their own. I mean it's free ticket, but the, even to go through yeah, that yeah, yeah, yeah. process, yeah, most comics are not going to do that at all. Yeah. Like I'm not giving like, them. My email address. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Kidding me? Yeah. I'm not going to go through work. So, like, <laughs> right. so for them to do that on their own was like super cool. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, yeah, it's, I'm excited about it. It's like, you know, uh, I've already, I've watched it, I edited it, which was nice. I was going to ask you about the editing process yeah. because that's a weird, it's like you obviously did all the material for a reason, mm-hmm. right? But, mm-hmm. but you do have to trim some stuff. Yeah. How was it hard for you, this go around? Uh, you know, I kind of, you know what's funny is I, I do I do know like when you have your long set is like I do know which jokes I'm probably gonna be like all right I don't like this one as much as I like this one so you know but I had a joke that's in it that's pretty new and just because it worked out like that I, and I was very surprised I wasn't expecting to put that joke in at all I mean it would be in the long version you know but the uncut one but for the one that's gonna air I wouldn't I was like you know you can already but it came off real good actually mm-hmm. the joke did. And uh, so I was like, oh, all right, well, I guess it's got to go in. So that's in there. So that was kind of, cool. you know, neat to, like, you're like, oh, that's surprising, you know, so you have to cut something else. But I was, there was stuff I knew I wanted out from the get-go. Like, so I was like, I was going to put it on anyway, but, you know, I was ready to. What's um, the uh, what's the wardrobe concept situation for you? How many uh, phases does that go through? Because you know yeah. this thing's forever, right? Yeah. You put it out there, you know it's forever. It's like, do I want to go Thundercats? Yeah. You know, just because I was a fan as a kid and pay tribute. Do yeah. I want to look nice for my parents? Do yeah. I like what? What's uh, what's the hat, process no for hat. you? Yeah, hat no hat. hat. No, uh, well, you know it's funny. I don't ever wear a hat on stage. Uh, I do like. I mean, it I, rarely. I bet ten times. Everybody thinks I do because well, I you're wear always it. wearing one. Yeah, yeah, because I wear it. You know. The rest of the time, but on stage I never did because it's supposed to, you know, covers your eyes. Yeah, shadow on your eyes. Yeah, shadow on your eyes. Uh, but uh, so I wore no, I just had like uh, khaki pants, like a very simple. Like I liked what I wore. I actually still like it. Like so, I'm not like <laughs> I have a con- an old Conan on when he was in New York still. Uh, well, I did that. I have a shirt that's brutal. <laughs> like right. it's like a, it looks Regretful like a gas shirt. station. Like you know, like where you have a gas station name on it. Yeah. Like. <laughs> I don't even know. I don't even wear those types of shirts. And for some reason, I bought. I was like, I'll just do. This, this is great. This <laughs> looks great. And I mean, I got just. We watched that one at the cellar, and I got just destroyed, crushed. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> Second, I'm I, like, sure. I mean, I don't know what I was thinking when I wore that. So yeah. So uh, what have you been listening to lately, Nate Bargatze? Yeah, yeah, South by is all about music, you know. Yeah, oh. there's obviously a lot of music going on down here, but. Um, oh, I'm not. Oh, I met. Uh, I'm I'm not good at music. I'm not a good oh, okay. music guy. I oh, I like uh, like Taylor Swift. Like I got oh yeah sure oh yeah like nineteen eighty nine yeah it's yeah. terrific. It's good and uh, good I love like all that whatever whatever did... America is on board with I like <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I uh, Carly Ray J- Jaspin Jaspin yeah Jepson. so she was at the roast too. oh was she oh, oh okay so yeah we do I'm some wa- roast details here yeah, yeah. yeah. so I'm walk I'm walking out 
uh, it's, uh, it's the worst. I'm walking out, and I and someone's like, "Oh, that's this says it's her," and I was like, "Oh, I'm like a big." I was like, and I she's kind of like white. I'm a big fan. I really am a big fan. Like I like, and I was like big fan. And then I kind of looked back and I turned back and she was like next to me, and then I was like, "Oh, hey." I was like, I really am a big fan. And I kept, and I was like, I'm being serious. Like, I don't want you to think I'm not being, and that's even sounds worse. Yeah. 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 Then where I'm trying to like, where, yeah, where I'm like, obviously a guy that's my age should not be liking your music and I shouldn't be drinking this much either, <laughs> but we're going ahead and doing both. And then I kept telling her and then I'm like, Oh yeah, we were doing uh, I was like, we did uh I was like, I'm a big fan, blah, blah, blah. Then I was like, I did a Tonight Show. Like, you did a Tonight Show, right? We, like, I mean, just the, the worst. And then I'm like, all right. And I'm just I'm like, I'll see you. She's like, all right. Like, <laughs> this old man. Yeah, the uncomfortable sort of small talk. It's yeah, weird. It's like, you, yeah. Are you, like, are you big party guy, like, in the sense of, like, you know, the hangouts and everything, and people are all around? And Yeah, I mean, and, I just told you. Yeah. The whole, do you not hear my story? <laughs> no, no. I got here? <laughs> That seems pretty obvious, Mark. So do you drink? It's not what yeah. I was, that's I, not what I, I was I going for. I do drink quite a bit. Yeah. I'm talking about the I'm small borderline chatter. problematic. Yeah. <laughs> I deserve that. That's fine. Yeah. I deserve that. No, I'm just I, I'm not a I'm not big or good at the little that bullshit. Like you're the saying. The party, like, yeah. Yeah, like you want to tell somebody so like, hey, you know, you're what you do is cool and that's cool. Yeah. You own a house? Like, where do you go? Yeah. You know what I mean? Just yeah, don't know weird. what the yes. fuck to do. And it's that. hard because yeah. you do want to tell them that too. Like, right. I mean, someone when they're that famous, it's like, she know, like she probably hears like a ton of stuff. But like, there is times where you want to see other people that you just want to like go up and be like, hey, just want you to know I'm a big fan. Like I do, I really do. Yeah. And walk away. But it is like when you do these like stuff where there's a lot of like, I don't know, we feel like you have to network or something like that. You have to feel like you have to mix around. There is like an anxiety to it that you're just like, you're like, I hate this. Like that, I think that's why you end up you end up drinking so much because you're just it's so uncomfortable and it's so like you're having to be like oh hey what's up you know around all these people that are yep. like famous people and stuff like that and then you're just kind of sitting there and then you end up you know drinking and then you make it way worse <laughs> right uh, all right do you think that stems from like just insecurity. I don't know. It's just, it's like, just an awkwardness. It's just like, I don't know. You just feel like you're like, do I, what do I have to do here? Do I got to, am I supposed to be like, what on? do I say to this guy? Do I got to be, this yeah. The, you know, because in some of them you talk to, it's like they're not like, uh, I don't know. It's like they don't, I feel like they're not normal, you know? Like, <laughs> so when you're just like talking to them, it's not like you're just like, oh, hey, you, you don't want to, you know, it's one of those where you're like, oh, I'm a comedian. Like, I'm not just a, like a fan or something. Right. You, know? you want, it's like, I don't know. Yeah, and then I think you end up. Well, I think there's also that kinship. Like comedians tend to stick to other comedians because they they sympathize and they empath or empathize or sympathize, whichever the one yeah. is. There's two of them. I don't know what either one of them means. <laughs> so it doesn't matter. Yeah, it sounds like it might be both. Yeah, yeah. sure. <laughs> but uh, because like they they kind of have they know the the experience is terrible. Yeah. yeah. So it's like okay, you know what I'm going through right now, so I'm going yeah. to with you. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Nate. When uh, when did you realize you weren't going to be a professional athlete? <laughs> uh, there's still hope because I think I'm 35. I'm like, ah, you know, like I could like if I in a year, if if I got DH, yeah, <laughs> I have to hire DH. this personal trainer to basically live with me, <laughs> and then I'll buy those shoes that make you uh, jump higher. <laughs> and if I just really, but I swear in my head, there's a you, there's a little part of you going like I could maybe still do something, <laughs> but uh. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, honest, besides that little glimmer of hope, for some reason I have. But uh, I guess, you know, out of high school, it's like you just know in high school it's not going to happen. I loved sports, so I loved basketball, and I loved playing it. You played a lot? Did you play in high school? No, high school? I played for my church. I have a joke about it. Oh, yeah, that's like right. They, uh, but I, I it's got, a great bit, by the way. Thanks. Yeah. But, I, yeah, so I had to play for my church. and uh, So, but, we, you know, we did that. My basketball team in high school, that's still – eats me up because I got cut and he cut me and I think he just enjoyed cutting me because <laughs> I think I should have made it like right towards the end it was like just throw me a bone you could you could let me on the team I got cut the first year first year was like that the last two or three years were a different coach first year my dad was the assistant coach still got cut <laughs> still got cut father is on the team coaching could not pull any strings <laughs> Did he try to turn into like a one of those like learning moments? Oh like, yeah, I learned all of and... my high school year because I got cut every year from there on out. That's amazing. Yeah, Nate, sorry man. Yeah, you what, got what the chops. That's why I became yeah. a comedian, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> so I got a quick question about the uh, the roast. Uh, favorite jokes told 
comedians that killed? Any any good takeaways Ooh. we can learn about? Jonathan, Pete Davidson crushes. Yeah, he goes up first. Okay, and uh, you know I think he got added late. A spot that used to like give that. the Geraldo all the time. Yeah, mm-hmm. and uh, so he uh, Pete really did great. And Pete Pete like destroyed and. Uh, and then he also like I think he had a good like heartfelt moment like at the end of it because he, he said like he's Pete's twenty one yeah and Bieber's twenty one, uh, and you almost forget how young twenty like you yeah know, it's young it's it's very young and then uh, so but Pete said like you know for him he was like because Bieber's like a, his generation and he's like you know for us he goes you're the coolest guy in the world he goes you're doing everything you've ever wanted to do and it you got it all. No matter what anybody says, you you like crushed it. So it's pretty. It's awesome to see what you're doing. And then you realize like that was like I hope they show that in the roast. Okay. Because I think that's gonna blow Pete. Because Pete does great jokes. Yeah. But then that's a, such a good point to be like for a 21 year old. Yeah, yeah. Right. To see another 21 year old be like you're doing it. Yeah. You're actually doing it for us. And it's two of them too. Pete. Yeah, yeah. Pete's killing blowing it. Blowing up yeah. too. So it would like I enjoyed like that. Like that felt like a real heartfelt. You know, after all the jokes that he did, and then oh, so he did that at the end of his. He did that at the. You know, at the uh, end sometimes yeah. they try to say something. Something nice. And then uh, Kevin Hart does terrific. Kevin Hart, unbelievably. Hosted. He hosted right, so he yeah. did a good job. Roastmaster, cool. Yeah. Everything moved on. He was so funny. Like everything, you know. Was very smooth. Uh, Martha Stewart, she you know did her jokes hmm. great. She delivered them great, and I think that's all you can you know. Yeah, I heard she took a solid jab at, at Legero. Yeah, I heard like that. I also guy. heard Hannibal like did some really kind of like subversive stuff, mm-hmm. and you know. Yeah, uh, he said. Yeah, Hannibal said, uh, "I hate your music as much as Bill Cosby hates my comedy." <laughs> like, uh, there, there had to have been a lot of Hannibal Cosby jokes, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. They, but Kevin Hart said that you're, you're like something you're killing my idol. <laughs> like, uh, but he, uh, yeah, Hannibal went last too. Really? Oh wow! Yeah. Oh wow! Uh, I was kind of su- surprised. Like, uh, but he did great. I mean, Hannibal destroyed because I think that's a tough spot to yeah. go last. And then Bieber destroyed. Bieber. Really? Yeah, Bieber did great. He destroyed and like. Uh, his jokes were great. I think it was. I think he did. You know, he was. It, it came off real good, and like, it's a good look for him. It's like, mm-hmm. you got to be able to. I think I'm a like. I like Justin Timberlake too. Yeah, yeah. And like, but he's great and so funny and talented and like all that. And like, but Justin Timberlake is good at like maybe being funny and making fun of himself. Like anybody that does that, I think Miley Cyrus does it well. Mm-hmm. Where you know you can be crazy, but also let people. Just trash you, I guess, and then that makes you like being on the joke, right? Being on the joke, yeah. Take the hits, give yourself hits, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, Well, going back to Timberlake, I mean, like you know, I don't think people my generation that didn't like NSYNC they didn't really give him any sort of clout until like those SNLs, yeah. Yeah. And all of a sudden, it's like, oh, okay, this guy's legit, and he's and he's a great actor, and he's great, he's a really great actor, yeah, yeah, yeah. he's He's great at at that, and you don't you don't realize that, but then again, goes to show when you hear the announcement of Justin Timberlake, it's like, oh, what's this going on? But then it's like, all right, you got to play the game, and then he plays the game and. It's a home run. So. Proves himself yeah. time and time again. That's a terrible yeah. sports analogy. That's okay, man. Yeah. Give it a shot. I'll <laughs> leave it in, though. I won't edit that. Or <laughs> empathize. Empathize. <laughs> one means you've experienced it. One means you can see how someone else experiences yeah. it. I think that's empathy. I think we all experience what you just did. <laughs> Thanks, Nate. Yeah. If we only had a computer, we could look it up. Um, yeah. Yeah. We, only have, we only have two. And I don't have anything, phones. Yeah, you so. don't have anything. Yeah. Do, you, uh, do you think there's anybody out there? Like, So Bieber does this, right? Yeah. He, he feels like, hey, I want to I want to turn over a new leaf. Let's just do this. Let's squash yeah. a whole bunch of shit that's happened over the yeah. years. Do you think there's anybody out there that needs to do that? Like, Do you think Bill Cosby should do that? A roast? You think Bill Cosby uh, yeah. should get roasted? Do you think? Do you think there's someone out there that like Chevy I think Chase? We could laugh over Chevy Chase. Maybe could do. He it. did a roast. Yeah. None, oh, of his, none of his friends came up. He was pissed the whole time. Oh, that's right. Oh, yeah, Chevy Chase. Because he alienated so so many people yeah. that none of his friends showed up for the roast. I'm just and trying just to think of somebody that's off like the that. Entire time. You know, they could just use. They could m- use. I mean, Cosby needs more than yeah, the roast. Well, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah, where it doesn't have them. I mean, you know, Miley Cyrus, but I don't know, is that the same as Justin Bieber? Kinda, but like, yeah, kind of. She's viewed like that same kind of way. Uh, they went after his dad a lot too, which was I thought was like that's the one stuff that I was like, oh, like uh, Justin's Bieber dad, time. like saying his dad's. Oh, like, really? Like, yeah. well, because his dad is like a teenager. His dad's right. young, and yeah. apparently, yeah, just kind of like hangs out. He's more his buddy than his. Fr- it's more his, his father. His friend yeah, than his, yeah, yeah. yeah, that's you know, that's, it's like at least just, that's what the yeah. Him and his say. dad, he can get up with his dad, but let's go drink and drive. And his dad's like, yeah, that's cool. You know, like it would be like his dad. You're like, well, you're not. 
a father. Yeah, that's not a parent. That's but it's a weird even thing for them to be in. Like, what what, what are you going to, you know, you have a kid young. You have a it's kid a very young, unique situation. And then yeah. 12 years in, I don't even know how old he was, 12 or 13, he whatever was young. it was. Yeah, yeah. Young, you know, now you're he's worth Two hundred million dollars. Yeah. Like, yeah, no parents ready billions. for that. I don't think. Yeah, it's like yes. you know, it's it's a mix of like what well, they do need to be parents, but then it is like, oh, how do you even handle that? You don't even know. What well, it. you're a dad. How would you handle that? How you know? Uh, I don't know. I guess you, there's even there's not even an answer for it because yeah. it's like you just got to see what happens. You would hope to. Uh, I always think I want to get like with her with my daughter like when she I want her first like car to be like a bad car. Like, I, you know, it's like I, to tell her, like, for, you know, I'll buy you, or hopefully, if you can, if you can, I'll try to get you a nice car later. Mm-hmm. But I would like her first, you know, I think it's good to have, like. To appreciate it. Yeah, the sure. beater. Appreciate that. It, like, the beater. Yeah, it yeah, makes yeah. you, like, I think it does with your personality. Like, it helps build, like, who you are. Like, you know, I had a, my car was, like, an old Mazda 626, mm-hmm. 1985. And I went to a private school. My parents didn't have a bunch of money, but, like, they just wanted to send us to the school. But every other kids that did have money, I mean, they were driving brand new Camaros and mm. Mustang, you know. So it's like all their cars are like these awesome cars. And then I just have like this other thing. But that's the thing that helps you be funny. And like you have to like, you know. Yeah, they also like, you know, it's if you bought it with your own money from the job that you had, it kind of gives you that, that level of respect that you treat your stuff, your, yeah. your material right. You know my what's fr- funny is I was, it was my, it was as much as the, the, Plane ticket I just had to buy. That's how much my first car. <laughs> my first car. It's funny when 19- you put it into perspective, yeah, yeah, right? Like yeah. the things you could have purchased. Yeah, yeah. Like I could have bought a car. Like groceries yeah, you for could've. three months. Yeah, yeah. For three months. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Three months. What was your first I car, could, Mark? I never owned one. Really? Never had a car. You've my never, my parents been in New York. Same same deal. My you know I had a lot of friends, man, and if they had a car, they were kind enough to come grab me before yeah. school or whatever, yeah. or just take the bus. Like I didn't I didn't really care. Yeah. You know, uh, what what sucked is I was a drummer and I was in like yeah. five bands and I didn't have a car, you know, but I was like, yeah. well, if you want me in your band, because there are zero drummers, it's like yeah, you're going to yeah. have to haul my shit around. Yeah. And they were always cool with that. But um, my, my parents, it's funny because I talked to my dad recently about that. He was like, you know, it was tough because you see these other people, your friends or people in your class getting these yeah. nice cars. And then they're yeah. like, it's like you almost want to call them and be like. Hey asshole man Like tone it down a little bit Like I can't get my kid a car And then you're driving around this You know Mercedes Like you know Back off Yeah Hmm. But Where did you grow up at? A small town called Warren, Ohio Okay And uh, and so it, You know Did I want a car? Yeah it would have been cool did, did I care? No. I mean, I've never owned you. one. So, yeah. like, I, you know, it doesn't I just care. Like figure it, it out. It fits, it, like, it fits you, too. Like, where you're like, <laughs> like, I, I but, in, but that's the good thing. It's yeah. like, where it's like, you'd be lucky to be like a guy where you're like, yeah, I don't use, I took the bus. I don't care. Where other kids could be like, I'm not going to take the bus. That's yeah. ridiculous. Especially in I Ohio. Love, like, yeah, not, yeah. not a normal, no, you're not New York Manhattan. is different. Yeah. yeah. New York, you can get away with that. Yeah, I can get away with it in New York. No, I know people in New York that don't have a license. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, they've never. You know, but in Ohio, you're right. It's like you you kind of have to have a car. Yeah. But I was just like, I'll figure it out. You know? People from Manhattan, worst people on earth to travel with, because they don't have any like Concept. clue of like anything. Like they don't, you know, they don't they don't drive. They don't do anything. So like they just get out of the city. Like what is this? Like you know, <laughs> and like they don't know how to use things. And, right. Like, you know, their ID. They just show up. And then, like, you know, would not have anything. How do you, know. you pump gas? Things oh, like yeah. That. Yeah. They almost uh, have New zero Jersey skills. People don't know how to pump gas. I'm from New Jersey. Yeah. And I know how to pump gas uh, because I actually had an uncle who, when I was a very young age, even before I had a license, was like, listen, New Jersey's the only place you can pump gas. You're going to learn how to pump gas. So he'd he take would, you over state lines. Well, like, he, was, he lived in Pennsylvania. <laughs> I, I forgot that part out. So, yeah, yeah, he would just be like, whenever he'd gas up, he'd just show me how to pump gas. Yeah, that's because cool. he was like, you need to know this what, skill. Why is that I, still some, happening, by the way? What's, what the what, what is well, it's some yeah, New like Jersey has very weird gas, gas laws. Like very, very weird gas laws. It's weird. It's funny to think too, like that. It's like pumping gas is like so simple. Yeah. But it's funny to think like people are like with no idea, mm-hmm. no clue. Like I don't know what. Like what do you do? Yeah. Like you're like you can't just kind of figure it out. You can't just do what you think you would do. <laughs> yeah. And like yeah, pumping gas don't. is kind of like the iPhone of. You know, daily life. Yeah. You know, owning a car. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, if it was that difficult or that dangerous, they probably wouldn't let you do it yourself, especially with all the safety laws that are in place these days. Yeah. Like, you know, it's still pretty uh, weird. But yeah, yeah, the car thing, yeah, I just never, I mean, I was. I saw a Porsche go by yesterday. Have you I was driven like, a car? You yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I rent cars all the time. I mean, I had oh, to for oh, work. Yeah, I yeah. travel. Yeah, so it's like, true, yeah. you know, it's not like I didn't know how to drive yeah. a car. I just never had one. 
Yeah. You know, but uh, I don't know. I think it teaches you how to navigate through life outside the box. Yeah. Like, okay, if that's the solution normally, but you can't use that solution, what are you going to yeah. do? And everyone else yeah. is freaking out. And you're like, yeah. mm, I just built a bike out of these, you know, yeah. this desk. I, I would agree with you normally, but I, I see Nate's head is like, but I have friends that don't have cars. And they're the most annoying people on the really? planet because they're grown adults and they don't live in metropolitan cities where public transportation is easy. And it's like, mm. oh, I got to pick you up now. Come on. You're almost 40. Like, yeah, that's annoying. Well, at shit. that point. Yeah. yeah. Well, you're in Manhattan. So <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, Manhattan's it's, if you were, Manhattan's yeah, if you were your age in Ohio still and like I don't have a car, it would be like, yeah, yeah, dude, yeah. what is wrong with you? <laughs> exactly. Like that would be crazy. It really would be. It crazy. would be. It would be crazy. Yeah, I got to go pick up my buddy. That's, you know, you're like, oh, yeah, how old is he? <laughs> he's 40. Yeah, yeah. He doesn't have a car. 40. Did, I'm not really did he get it, like too many DUIs? Why? Yeah. Why can't he drive? That's why. Then that's <laughs> yeah, they, yeah, that's yeah, the yeah. only excuse. They'd be like, "Oh, does he? He can't drive. Like, is he big? Is he's big? Problems, problems with the law. Yeah, yeah hysterical. Now that you've done comedy for so long, yeah. and this is what you do. This is your profession. Uh, what skills have fallen to the wayside that you're kind of like, ah, su- you know, it sucks. I don't do that anymore. Uh, you know, it, and maybe I don't know. You know, vital. one. I was a good uh, driver. Mm-hmm. I'm a good like I, I, my first job. Uh, not my first job, but like when I moved, I used to deliver mattresses and stuff and deliver a bunch of stuff in Nashville. Then I worked for FedEx in New York. And uh, so I, right when I moved to New York, I was in a FedEx truck, like do, driving through Brooklyn and Queens. Oh, wow. Manhattan's super easy. I do, do have a route in Manhattan. And that, but that was Manhattan's the easiest thing in the world. It was, sure. just, it was just going back and forth. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Brooklyn and Queens is brutal because that's like crazy. And this was before. Uh, your phone GPS, your GPS. So uh, I, But I would knew how to read a map Like so Like I could I, And I already knew how to read this map From Doing it In Nashville So uh, But that's go- Like I don't know if I would Completely Like I'm not gonna probably figure out How to read a map again Or like go back to it But I was really good at it Like I could like You know Driving Just kind of like Flipping over Being like Alright There's that But you know So that's probably gone And cause now You, you know GPS phone, yeah. and everything like you just get in the car and get you know it would be funny to, to have a pulse happen and all electronics go bad and, and it's like the one guy in town who's got the Rand McNally map that's yeah. like still lurking still you know, with the roads oh look who's back <laughs> yeah. what's up buddy I'm your yeah. best friend yeah, <laughs> welcome yeah. to the party oh you want to hang out now <laughs> <laughs> been sitting on these maps for 20 yeah, years yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, like, it's like the guy on your floor a freshman year of college who has the car and no yeah, one else yeah. does You're like oh that's my best friend yeah, <laughs> well Nate man congratulations on success dude Much thanks continued man. success excited for the new special may 1st yeah, may you said 1st. right yes and uh do you have a title yet a uh, full-time magic there you go oh, full-time magic yeah. i like that and yeah. uh where are we gonna be able to catch that when it is released comedy central comedy central's putting yes. that out right may 1st okay it's and then Friday. it'll come out on dvd and digital i think that night yeah stuff. i think they do like five dollar down cc direct and yeah, all that yeah. stuff yeah. yeah very cool man yeah and uh welcome to south by yes you made it you made, made it we're here <laughs> you got one performance under yeah. the books now the yeah. second one here at the podcast and uh we'll see you tonight at the show man absolutely you're part of the the killer lineup man so thanks Nate. all right cheers all right, so that was Nate Bargatze hanging out with us, Matt. Um, I love that guy. I love that guy. I love that story. <laughs> yes. Of his uh, travels into said festival at South by Southwest. Uh, just all around awesome dude. If you ever get the chance to see Nate Bargatze live, do yourself a favor. And uh, what was it, May 1st, right? His new special. Yes. Brand new special, so be on the lookout for that. We're excited for Nate, and congrats to him on all of his success. And, uh, Matt, that's going to do it for us here on the Laugh Button Podcast. Uh, kudos to all the hard work. Kudos to you as well. Check us out on iTunes. Follow us on all the socials, at the Laugh Button. And uh, leave comments and all that Subscribe, stuff. Subscribe, comment, review. That helps. Definitely helps. See you next time, Matt. <laughs> Let's get on plane.